Hello and welcome to this week's Renwick Centre podcast. My name is Trudy Smith and I'm the Manager of Continuing Professional Education. This week, as part of our lived experiences, discussions that we're having in 2021, the reason that we've chosen this theme is because I think we all lived through a lot of experiences last year and I think it's really important to take it back to the experiences of the point of this podcast, which is with people with sensory disability. And so last week you met the amazing Gia Quack, who talked about you know, the tiger mum of you know having to work so hard just to get the services and the support and the outcomes for her child. And this week we're so lucky to have Christopher, Gia's son, with us. And so let's meet Christopher. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please, Christopher? My name is Christopher Quick and uh, I'm a guest mother and have got uh, events because I'm deaf. Yeah, no, that's that's great, Christopher. That, that tells us everything that we needed to know. So what do you remember about being deaf when you were young? I remember when I was young, uh, well, I went to my uh, old school in Jakarta because um, there were lots of uh few people either except me being deaf. So um I really don't know uh what to expect because I'm just uh having hard hard time to hear people or often listen to the people because um me being deaf going to be best as I try to listen because I just hear some uh, back, uh, background, like, uh, like some, uh, some car traffic or some talking, talking or any amount. Sure, I could difficult. see that being difficult. Were there things that you didn't like about growing up deaf? We, uh, <laughs> yes, I only got no fight to kill on my own because um, I was young and I really don't know what to expect because I didn't get help, but I just get little help from my teacher, yet I just going to catch up everything as much as I could. Sure. Was it hard for you to make friends? Hard for me to make friends. Uh, yeah, so I just tried to talk to them because I was speaking the best, then they were going to understand me what I'm saying at the end. Mm. I just became too difficult to talk uh, to, and had to make friends. Yeah, no, I could see how, why that would be so frustrating. When you think about your life now, are there still is it what's most difficult about being deaf for you? Uh me being difficult. Uh let's see. Uh by assemble. I mean, uh, I just took my processor off and I can't hear it without my processor because I see you. My processor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just waiting for Christopher to put his processor back on. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. So do, do you find that you don't like going places where you don't know anybody? What's what's hard now for you? Mm, uh, good questions. Uh, I really don't know what to do at the world because um, I'm just going to be best as best as I could because I almost don't know what am I doing. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, sure. I can see how that would be hard. And if you're meeting someone who doesn't know that you're deaf, what do you tell them? Uh, what do I tell them? Uh, I often to tell them because I could to show them by what ear because they will be supposed to see me be deaf. But including some people, some people lose and deaf and some people don't. Yeah. You, yeah. So I just remember while I was at my work, there were only two deaf as customers because I just knew them using a language. I often to, to communicate them and ask them what they want because I was able to communicate with deaf people. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ask people to slow down or use visual cues? Are there things that you can that you tell people to make it easier for you to communicate? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't have a special needs, so I tend to. I mean, I tend to tell them to speak, slow down, or have them to watch on the people, because it makes me easier to reach to the people. So, Christopher, tell me about your identity. Who, where do you see yourself in the community? Uh, yeah, it's about the uh, culture. So, it's about not uh, people. It's about, uh, but uh, I speak deaf and name. Identity background because I've seen people using sign language and how they were able to interact each other and how they hang out in the club like a green camp or hacking or barbecue because they've been doing uh, hang. Uh, and art for the activity in that club because this is really important for them to uh, have fun, interact with deaf people, and those it. Yeah, so you've been able to attend those events, the barbecues and the hiking. Yep, because yep. they were able to invite. But uh, give people like, from uh, different uh, school, like uh, actually this one or two kids school is in here and orange. So I believe some of them goes to the uh, cup for uh, activity and 
for sort of when do they have in there? Because it's getting important to know about uh, the people. Yeah, and if that's if that's part of your identity, then it's really important that you're actually engaging with those people. And when yep. we think about deaf identity, it's not just about people who use sign language, it's people who use listening and spoken language who have hearing loss as well. So it's great to hear that you can be part of that community. Um, are, are you working at the moment, Christopher? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm working on a supermarket in New World, but not in New World, it's a supermarket that I work in there. And uh, I was able to talk slowly because- um, Yeah, so that helps you as well. Well, it's good to hear that you're working. That's important, I think. And I'm, I think all of the work that your mum's done, she must be proud that you're, you've got work and you can, yeah, earning your own money. It must be wonderful. <laughs> thank you, Christopher. It's been so lovely to talk to you and I'm really grateful for your time. So thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Okay.